0: I I got it. I got it. Oh. I just got married recently, so the only one who takes care of my balls is Manscaped. (laughs) From the heart.
1: From the heart. Man. I will tell you the rules change a little. (laughs) Oh god. I love it. Sorry, that was inspired. I don't know where that's (laughs) Welcome to the What's Up, Reddit Podcast, where we fashion ourselves cinematic Judge and Jerry. My name is JJ Carter. I'm here with my co-host, Mattson Heiner. Better red than dead. And Alec Burgess. Let's get it. We appreciate you tuning in. Go ahead, tell a friend. Of, oh, wait, wow, I'm all over the place today. We appreciate you tuning in. That's first. Make sure you hit that like, subscribe, follow, bell notification. Hit all those buttons. Don't lap your that. grandma. Man, we've been recording too many in, in a row. I'm losing my mind. Um, but yeah, do all those things so you can keep up with our episodes. Um, also, with that, tell a friend about us. Tell a family member about us. Um, don't tell your grandma before you, or maybe tell her after you slap her. I don't maybe before. I don't know in what direction, but after. There you go. After you heard it here first. Um, but also make sure you tell your local assassin about us for hire. Uh, you can also tell list of criminals or your radio DJ. If you're VJ, I guess they're VJs, mm. DJs. I don't know. Tell one of them about it. Your radio personalities, favorite morning show, even go find them, tell them all about us. Uh, but yeah, so we'll get into more about why that works in our continued month of February here in a second. But before that manscaped is our next topic because they're sponsoring us again. This episode is presented by them. We do appreciate them, you know, and in, it is 2024. We're in full swing the new year resolutions are in, and we want to check in because they're hard to keep, but Manscaped wants to check in as well. And guess what? It's never been too late to level up your grooming game and keep your bush tamed. Manscaped's new lawnmower 5.0 Ultra, this guy right here. Ooh. Yeah, it is every man's cheat ah. code. I feel like I need to be Vanna White this moment. like. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, ah. <laughs> so you get every man it's every man's cheat code to look good feel good and turn the page on your confidence this year whether you're going for a trim or a clean shaved look the trimmer has you covered trusted by over 10 million men worldwide now's your time to get a grip on your grooming and our with our exclusive offer which is you can go to manscaped.com and use cone the verdict all one word for 20 percent off plus free shipping the ball has dropped but don't drop the ball on your balls Um, I can say that we've all used this product. I've actually bought an additional one because I liked it so much. Um, They're good products. They work really well, especially for keeping groomed. Um, Mattson, do you have some additional content for us on this one or no? You
2: know, I'm going to leave the viewers with a a little tease here. Just go no this time, JJ, because we can't expect it. It's got to be unique. It's got to be from the heart. And right now, just not feeling
0: it. Fair enough. I I will say. I got oh. it. Oh, shit. I just got married recently, so the only one who takes care of my balls is Manscaped.
1: <laughs> From the heart. From the heart. Man, I will tell you, the rules change a little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I love it. Sorry, that was inspired. I don't know where that came <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, if you haven't heard before, you go—you got to check out our previous two episodes and one before that even. There's some been haikus and jingles and jingle bells songs and all sorts with a common theme. See yeah. if you can guess it. Yeah, that would be yeah. Put it in the hey. In the there's yeah. So trivia. The besides um, Manscaped. Notice the theme behind those particular songs and poems. But with that, um, yeah, don't forget. Go check out for twenty percent off and of free shipping. You can use the code The Verdict, all one word at Manscaped.com. Go ahead and embrace it new you and definitely embrace a new trimmer courtesy of manscaped. So again, for those guys, we appreciate you sponsoring us. We love working with you and partnering with you. So thanks for presenting this episode to everyone. So with that, February has continued. It's our final episode of February, uh, the month of go big or go home uh, movies that go like the over the top stuff. And we're closing it out with gross point blank. It was released April 11th, 1997. It was written by Tom Jankowicz, D.V. DeVincentes, De and Steve Pink. What a great name. Um, it's directed by George Armitage. stars John Cusack, Mini Driver, Dan Aykroyd, Joan Cusack, Alan Arkin, Hank Azaria, <laughs> Jeremy Piven, and Mitchell Ryan. It is about Martin Blank, a professional assassin. He's sent on a mission to small Detroit suburb, Gross Point. And by coincidence, his 10-year high school reunion party is taking place there at the same time. Um, yeah, this was my pick. I love this film, but I'm excited to hear you guys' thoughts. Matson, you kind of hinted at yours, so why don't you go first and go ahead and shit all over one of my favorite movies.
2: Oh, man, this movie. You know what, JJ, I don't want to do that to your listeners first. You You bring the warm fuzzy roses and then I'll bring the rain clouds. Okay.
1: Um, look, I think this movie is hilarious. It has some of the greatest one-liners. Like, for example, when they're talking, when he's talking to Debbie in the radio station, and like he's trying to be pour his heart out, and she's like, "You're a fucking psycho." Like, it's just <laughs> like, I fucking love the one-liners in this film. Like Dan Aykroyd, this is one of my, one of my favorite performances of Dan Aykroyd's, just because. Talk about over the top, or you know, go big or go home. Dan Aykroyd lays it all out there in this film he is fucking crazy and all the dialogues about starting the assassin the hitman fucking uh group or like the union like that shit i just laugh so hard because it's this movie trying to have this guy have this crisis of conscience and not really crisis of conscience but more of like this identity crisis of who is he like why is he doing what he does And it's all wrapped up in this ridiculous over the top assassination theme of like while he's trying to reconnect with this girl that he left and loved. And like, it's just so ridiculous and so over the top. But to me, like the dialogue is so funny and the jokes hit just so good because they're so extra and out there that I just giggle at this movie so much and it's pointless and it's silly but it makes me happy which is why I love it
2: so let's let's talk about a funny part what's the the I forget the assassin's name that that get, that gets killed in that's trying to do like the the assassin group that he's trying to can, like recruit Martin Blank to uh, what's sir
1: yeah he's love like Dan yeah,
2: yeah that that whole banter. One thing this movie does well, that's awesome. Also, Martin Blank and his sister in the office; those interactions, those two areas, most especially, all that is awesome. Love all those interactions. They make me chuckle, especially Martin, and the other assassin. I mean, I, just weird stuff going on there. Like in multiple different scenes, uh, anytime they see each other, they always think they're going to shoot each other. For one, there's like a <laughs> yeah. like tension whether they're going to get blown up or something like all the six love it all. And I love when they shoot at each other. I don't know. They must've just told them, please find out the way to look the the stupidest, the most opposite you could be of John wick, whatever that is for your character. Let's do it and do it well. And I, for this movie, it obviously works because nothing about this movie makes any sense. And so when you're going pew, 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 and like already putting the recoil into your shot, making me think you are really accurate. And then Martin Blank does the behind the behind the back shot or whatever when he's going up the stairs. And I'm like, there is no world where you even remotely shot this person. But of course you did because <laughs> you're that love all that, all yeah. of that love it all. So good. The problem with this movie to me. The character development, especially with Martin Blank, I never felt enough to feel invested in what was really happening there. It never resonated for me. Um, the pacing of this movie, I think, is probably what I struggled with personally the most. If JJ was to say, what is Matt's going to have the hardest time with? Probably some of the jokes, but the pacing of this movie was just confusing because there's a couple parts that was fast, it was fun, it was like, all right, all right, like, let's stay there. And then it would just be this long drag out, like, supposed to feel a certain way about this character. And I just never did. I just wanted more of the silliness, but they never stayed in the silly type that I needed it to. And so it was kind of this constant egg, like being pulled of oh, when's it going to come back again? When am I going to get another gas station scene where stupid ridiculousness happens and then have to go through another 15 minutes of like, can we just get back to that feeling? That's what a lot of this movie was for me.
0: JJ, do you remember when we did no hard feelings with Jennifer Lawrence Mattson, I don't yeah. know if you were on for this one. I don't uh, think we, said, we said uh, that we didn't know of anybody who could carry a film like Jennifer Lawrence did. We found it. John Cusack. John Cusack. Point blank, because you take John Cusack out of this movie, and it's a hot, steamy pile of shit. John yeah. Cusack in this movie? Fucking hilarious. <laughs> and it's, it's his delivery and his lines, his body language, everything he does. Like from the beginning, where he's like, uh, no, they paid me for the cyclist. Nobody said anything about the doorman. Yeah. Uh, that thing, or the in the, speaking of the gas station, like when he pulls up and he parks his car and you can see his reaction to be like <laughs> Right, but you don't see it until it turns around and it's a convenience store. <laughs> Just cracking up. And then Why Paul here? Paul's <laughs> like, <laughs> Paul's like, Hey, sorry about that. You know, I got the deal for <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I, that's one of my favorite interactions is with the dudes the store clerk he's like what are you doing here <laughs> i work I here, work no, here. No, no no what are you doing here? <laughs> and then he calls his secretary he's like well i was standing in my living room but <laughs> it's not here I, yeah i just love it i was dying and then you throw in
0: this like sick secondhand story arc with this therapist Oh, oh I love th- I love that story. My
2: my wife's a therapist so that one. I just laughed because I was like, "Oh man i I know she has not she does not therapize murderers, but I know she has patients like that where she just wishes she could just disappear and like turn off every form of communication, just like go away.
1: Yeah,
0: but then somebody calls him when he was at the client, and he's like, "You're a sucky therapist." <laughs> 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 it like, just every single part of this movie is so funny oh yeah and I, or I, I was just dying
2: or his buddy when they murdered that finally that little that assassin guy dies in the the high school hallway yeah. and his buddy i can't remember his actual name uh that famous actor but he, the real estate guy helps him wrap Jeremy it up they just go down they go down to the furnace and just dump the body <laughs> and you're just like you're not gonna you're not like Yo, where's the the heat already? Like, I, that's actually one of the things that this movie was weird to me. Every time there's like a, a big moment, like the the gas station, the high school thing, where are the cops? Like, yep. where in the world are is the law enforcement? At some point, falling, they got they finally show up at the very end and get their asses capped. Like, what were they think? But never, never to be found. It's just complete lawlessness in Gross Point. Like their their sheriff must just be eating tons of donuts.
1: Yeah. Well, and I I think that's one of the funny like for me like that's the part that cracks me up is the only cops in this film are the ones that the other assassin hired to assassinate yeah. Martin and you're like wait what <laughs> and they then then it ends up being Grocer that takes them out in the end with along with Martin as they bust in and just get lit up yeah I'm with you like it's it's so funny there's a giant explosion in the middle of the city nobody shows up like not one person
2: <laughs> not even the hoa lady that's like your grass is two inches too high
1: yeah well and like 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 to your point they murdered this dude in the high school and he stabbed him in the neck like you know there's a lot of blood but they don't clean any of it up they just wrap him up in a school sign and throw him in Oh, the and of-
2: that school sign is gonna hold that, yeah. that it's gonna rip immediately like that ain't working come on <laughs> It's and the so way they, they pick up the dead body was like they made it look kind of heavy but then they drop it down in the cellar and martin blank jumps and like and he basically picks up himself i'm like i'm sorry buddy you're a little too skinny to like you don't have
1: the traps for that i love it it's so stupid that it's like hilarious to me
2: or like the the house selling scene i know you just died at that when he just like totally ruins that transaction
1: oh yeah well and i think that's the part when you talk about character development and yes there's not like a it's so over the top character development that it's funny because it's like, he's this assassin that's still doesn't have a conscience and tells everyone. I don't care about killing people. Like I have a, I have no problem with it, but I have a hard time with the fact that I don't have anyone else in my life. Like that. I'm like, so that part's funny. But when I laugh is like he destroys or does things that would destroy every other relationship. And yet, his buddy, Paul, like hangs out with him, helps him dispose of a body, lets him ruin a client a sale for him like and it's because he's so narcissistic that it's absolutely ridiculous. But he's this narcissist that instead of being a hyper focused on himself at this point, he's hyper focused on what he's missing out on because he doesn't have anybody else besides his career. And I just love that moment. Like every time he ruins something, he walks in the middle of a broadcast on the radio to the point that she has to invite him to have a conversation on the radio. Then he interrupts. Like he calls his, he goes and sees his mom, who's in an insane asylum. And the only thing he's worried about is why she sold his house. <laughs> like it's like, wait, what? Or like, what happened to all the money I sent you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not about what happened, mom. That you're in the the crazy house. It's Where's my money and where's my house? (laughs) It's it's, I those, yes, to your point, Matson. Like I love those moments because they're just insane. That I'm like, this is hysterical. The just pure. And again, with Alan Arkin, this massively famous actor plays this therapist role. And I one of the funniest parts of my whole is when he's curled up on his own couch and he's leave, pick up. I know you're there pick up and he goes to pick up and right as it, he starts talking, he's like, Nope. And goes and lays down in the fetal position again. Like I just love everything about that.
2: I know you love the when towards the end when the assassins are in the house and oh. she's got the gun and the dad's in the the, t- the tub and he like proposes to her. And what is, what does the dad say? Exactly. He's like, <laughs> yeah, my I, blessing. <laughs> yeah. You know, my, I know you just died right there.
1: Oh yeah. Every time I watch it, like I just giggle so good. Cause it's just like the ridiculousness again, it goes back to, but I'm also too, like the, the way that they shoot. So, and I love the way it starts. You have this dude riding a bike. He's got this sniper rifle or this scoped rifle and he's watching. It looks all serious. He's talking, figuring it out. He makes this incredible shot, takes the dude out and you're like, okay, this is cool. And then here comes freaking grosser with double pistols out. Shooting more bullets than either gun will handle, but he unloads them and then unloads more just for good measure. And nobody's looking. And then he just walk turns around and walks away. And I was like, oh, talk about a paradigm shift! Like this movie's gone weird. And then, like you said, they meet up a few minutes later in the movie, and they're all like paranoid and got their guns tucked under their jackets and like weird. But the dialogue between those two, like when especially at the end when they're shooting it out at the house, he's like man i don't want to get, will there be meetings and I, like, do you want me to have meetings of course there'll be meetings <laughs> and, like, just, that death be- scene yeah. was so stupid though I the whole t-
2: the tv that killed i was like i don't know if he'd actually die from that but it was funny it fit the movie but i wanted more of those two i would have i could have taken a lot more of those two in the movie together
0: yeah, yeah my favorite scene's the diner where oh, the, man. The, the poor waitress, like, man. The agents are watching, like, oh, he's brown bagging it. He's
1: walking into the table. <laughs> so dumb. Well, and then he take like, Martin takes out his gun, and then sticks it under the table and covers it. You're like, what? <laughs> Everybody just saw that. Yeah. What does he say when he hits him with the TV? Is it Yahtzee? Like, he says, he has a line that he always says. Anyway, I love it. I don't know.
2: JJ, I have a question for you. Since you like this movie so much, have you seen what they are calling the spiritual sequel to this movie with John Cusack? Yeah, War Inc. Yeah, in 2008. I figured you probably have.
1: Yeah, it's not as good because it misses the zaniness. Like, it has, like, moments and similar moments, like, where he's talking to his secretary like person his his contact or whatever and it's a weird concept like he's in the middle east trying to organize like a wedding for a pop star but he's Mm. also in the middle of a war zone and so like there's a lot of killing and battle and fight so that's why they say it's the spiritual sequel to it but like it's missing the what i call the heart of the movie which is the the out of control like because like To your point, Matt, like there's no real character development, so I don't care about any of the characters really in this movie except for John Cusack's character. Like Martin is like the guy, but I care so much about him because it's so funny and he's so interesting and weird that I'm okay with anything else and anyone that it flows into his circle of influence is interesting to me. Because they're within his circle of influence, right? Hmm. It's missing that. Warring misses that. Like, John Cusack's John Cusack. So he kills it in the movie. He's funny. He's weird. He's quirky. But it doesn't have the same pizzazz as this one. Like, this one's just wildly entertaining, where that one's missing a few pieces. All right. Another question
2: here for most likely JJ. Which famous musician makes a cameo in this movie? I don't know. It's from a band called the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and his name is oh, it's
1: Flea. Flea. Yeah. yeah, it's one of the NSA agents. Yeah, now I, now that you say that, I recognize that. I was never a huge Red Hot Chili Peppers guy, so. But yeah, huh. Flea. That makes
2: Another sense. movie here. While most movies, as we know, are never actually shot in the location that they are portraying, this movie takes place in Gross Point, Michigan. But what state do we think this movie was actually filmed in? um Utah okay Alec Colorado California hmm.
1: I only say Utah because the school from that's in this film looks a lot like Ogden High in Utah and mm-hmm. it, they, Ogden High has been used quite a few times in different movies so that's why
2: oh yeah I mean, isn't that the one you're talking about isn't is that the one that they filmed um what's that Disney movie with Zach Efron uh,
1: uh yes Castle musical yeah but they also did one Saint George. (laughs) Oh, was it? No, Ogden high was in. Oh, what's the one with, uh, all I think about is Sabrina, the old Sabrina, the witch, the teenage witch. What was her name? The, she had a movie. Uh, God, that's Melissa Joan Hart. She had a movie that was terrible, like a teenage movie that was just horrid. And it was filmed. In and they used Ogden High, but Utah's been used a lot. They also used Ogden High in and, and the one of the pools here in Ogden for the um, wow, the baseball movie with the kids, Sandlot, Sandlot. Yeah, Sandlot. you should be. Ashamed. I know, I know, I, I am ashamed actually. <laughs> Something crazy, I don't know. Anyway, it was it was a terrible, terrible movie drive me crazy was the name of it but it was filmed in ogden with ogden high
2: jj you'll appreciate this next one i'll make you guess because i doubt well you might you of all people might actually know this is this the movie poster for gross point which i haven't seen i'll have to pull it up was created by the famous uh, iconic movie poster designer that did star wars and indiana jones and back to the future before i say the name do you know who that person is jj i do i do not this individual's name is Drew uh, Sturzan, but I, apparently a very—I mean, those Iconic posters
0: is what it oh, said, right? Yeah,
2: hundred percent. I mean, JJ cares very much about m- many of those movie posters.
1: I, hey, look, I'm a big movie poster fan. Like, I used to have movie posters all over my room when I was a teenager. So, but it's weird to compare the Star Wars movie posters with girls because girls putting blanks isn't that interesting.
2: Yeah, right? it's not that good. but I, I just looked at it, I was like. It's not that special because the other ones mm. I'm like, yeah, those are quite iconic
0: and memorable. I'm Like this sort of like yeah, once it's, in Star Wars, it? you're set for life. You can that's do fair. whatever
1: you want. That's fair. You you can make a terrible <laughs> poster and, and it'll work. But yeah, no, it's a pretty boring poster. But, I mean, not like they had a lot to work with here because. Sure. I mean, you give too much away if you put too. Because sure. that's another thing I love. Like the name of it, Gross Point Blank, like it's just a combination of the, ci- the town, the city, and Martin Blank, his last name um but it does there is nothing that gives this movie away like i remember when it came out in night like i remember going i love john cusack and the the trailer for it obviously gave more away like you knew he was an assassin things like that but you didn't know how weird this movie was gonna be until you you went and watched like, it was fucking weird like what the hell you know is what- happening
2: the more we talk about this having since this movie makes me think of how I felt when I went with my high school buddies, I'm still friends with it. And we went to the theaters to see a movie called burn after reading. That's had no idea movie. what that movie was about. And to this day, pro- it, it, probably the funniest movie I've ever seen in person with my friends, because I remember in, in the middle, we were like, what the hell is going on in this movie? We have no idea. And I've seen it since and watched it by myself and even with some people and it's never been the same it's Mm -hmm. never ever landed because that factor of like what the hell and maybe with this movie it could have fit that similar vein because part of it did but like bird after reading still like i wish i could go back and remember when brad pitt got murdered we were all like yeah the the hell you can't murder brad pitt Spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) yeah the movie came out a long time ago but it's it's um this movie okay, kind of has shades of that, that in the sense that there's some weird. You don't. They just throw some weird stuff in here, like the visiting the mom to the assassin that comes out and like all this stuff. You're like, John Cusack's a weird dude because he helped write, like write and produce this movie. Like you got a yeah. messed up mind.
1: Yeah, John Cusack's quirky. He does some weird shit. I love John Cusack. He's one of my favorites because he's so weird, and he. But I think he acts very well. One of my favorite scenes though, when you talk about weird shit, is like when. Grocer and and Martin are talking about why the little dude's after him. <laughs> like it's it's because he he accidentally killed the dude's dog, the the one victim's dog, and he's like, and then <laughs> Grocer kill like, one
0: <laughs> millionaire <laughs> pet and you're marked for life.
1: But then like at the end of it, he's taunting him. He's like, pup murderer dog killer like he's just shot as they're getting like getting away from each other as he's leaving the diner like pup murder, dog killer like it's just so random and silly but this is a kind of the next time i put one of these weird ass movies we are have to do a watch party and watch it so that you can laugh at me laughing at this shit and alec laughing at this shit because i'm with oh you. this
2: would always be better though like yeah my little brother and stuff like this these are movies that i need because i laugh at things but i yeah, you always you need the laugh guy.
1: Yeah. Well, and this one reminds me, too, of when you're talking about like that burn after reading. Were you with us when we went and saw I don't remember if you'd moved already or not. But when we went and saw uh, the hitman's bodyguard, the first one.
2: Oh, man, I wish I do. I think I had like vacation or something because it yeah. would have been I know it was stupid, silly.
1: Because me and Casey and Javier and Ian all went and saw it together. And I'm sitting next to Javier and Casey. And Casey's looking at me and Javier like we are fucking broken because me and Ian and Javier, I had tears streaming down my face. And we reviewed we reviewed both those movies and they're terrible. They're terrible. But I don't remember the last time I I, like I laughed so hard in a theater that might have been the hardest I've ever laughed because we both and two or three times I looked off here. What in the fuck are we watching? Like what is this movie. So I get it. And that is a lot of this one. Like you can't go into gross point blank going, I'm watching a rational movie that makes sense. And is it's not, it is so weird. No, but like, but I I wanted events. I knew that.
2: And I just, I needed it to be, I just wanted more of the people that I liked on screen and, and like, what was the grocer like give me more of that but what he always sure. said something he had like a one-liner that he ended a lot of their interactions with that's eluding me
0: and i'm trying to
2: Shakabuku. yeah whatever like what the <laughs> like
0: what it's a quick kick to the face or whatever it is <laughs> yeah
1: yeah that, the- yeah he had one and then cusack had one too right before he killed people and i can't remember what cusack's was either but but, yeah, I'm with you. I get what you're saying, too. Like, I get there's not any – because I feel it sometimes, not with this movie, because I'm just biased on this movie. But there are movies like that where I walk away going, what was the point? And this one is one. Like, if you are if you don't have the same level of love for the humor that I do, like, just giggle, 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 giggle no matter what. Like, I can see where you walk away and go, hmm but why? Right. <laughs> Cause there isn't a lot to it that you're like, no. Yeah. It's, this is fun.
2: When she's driving away with a, a murderer and that she's rationalized it and now feels better about things. You're so, like, you still don't really know who this person is. And also it's been 10 years and you haven't gotten over a person disappearing at high school and like still have basically frozen in your high school life. Now you're doing radio, but you live with your dad and, like wearing questionable clothing at home wrapped in a blanket or whatever what's going on there. And you all look like you're like 35 or if you're Martin Blank, you look like you're like 45. Maybe you failed high school like eight times in a row or something. And like, it's just funny.
1: Yeah. Popcorn. That's what it is. Popcorn. That's what Martin Blank says. Every Why? Time. Popcorn. Say that? Pop- don't know. Why not? Yep.
2: I mean, I, again, I loved all of that. They were phenomenal, phenomenal interactions. They just should have given me like six more scenes of it. Uh, yeah. Can or I let me- him fight the midget that he had to kill. Like, well, let's give me three more of those scenes. Like it would have been perfect. Little person, madsen Or dwarf. Uh, I, sh- I should have said that. Little <laughs> the person ghoul. The ghoul.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, you're good. Um I got one more quote I gotta go through and then uh then we can rate it if you guys are ready, unless you guys have something else you want to talk I about. I mean, we just said that this movie doesn't have a lot of suspense, So, but what it does have is the jingle that I was waiting for Matson to give. So here we go. I'll be coming around the mountain when I come. I'll be coming around the mountain when I come. I'll be blowing your fucking head off. I'll be blowing your fucking head off. I'll be whacking your fucking mind out when I come. <laughs> Dude, that part, when he comes in the house, just singing and they just got out, like she opens the door. And they're all coming towards the door, like walking stupid with their guns pointed in front of them like this. And they're just all shooting. Seriously, like I can't even watch it. I'm tearing up laughing at it. But when he sings that song, like it's the greatest. So there it is. Let's rate this thing. It's my movie. I'm going to rate it. This is a completely and utterly biased movie. But I think this is one of the most entertaining, funny, over the top, makes no sense unless you want it to make sense, silly movies. Um, I'm not going to give it a five. It's not the perfect movie because it is a little weird. Like there's some interactions where I'm like, what? But to me, like, I can't think of a movie and I laugh a lot of movies. I love a good comedy, but to me, like this is one of those movies that the comedy is so ridiculously hyper intelligent that a lot of times you don't get it unless it's the popcorn silly comedy you laugh because you can't help but laugh at but there's so many moments of him being a narcissist that wants other people in his life simply to satisfy his narcissism that I giggle at and people are like what are you laughing at that wasn't I'm like this whole interaction is hilarious because it's so outrageous that I just love it so I'm gonna give it a four it's wildly entertaining the action's funny as hell it's silly but it makes so much sense on a certain level. I love this movie, but it certainly fits the bill of over the top. I'm right, Mattson, you go next.
2: Yeah, this movie's a 1.5. It's not a good movie. Whoa! Uh, this movie, while it has wow. funny... Fun, <laughs> while it has funny oh. moments, the pace is pretty brutal. Uh, the character progression's, like, kind of non-existent. Um, the nostalgia factor, yeah, it's there, like, This is not a good movie. If they gave me more of the overtop moments with the people that I like, this would be an exponentially higher movie. I won't ever watch this again. It's not a good movie. It's just not. So like, don't listen to JJ. Probably don't spend your time
0: watching it. Wow.
1: (laughs) I did not see that coming. No hesitation. Just right for the heart. Especially like, I, I, I challenge you, matt and I know that you don't listen or watch our episodes when we record them and we release them very often, but I challenge you to go listen to yourself talk about this movie. And then the gut wrench of the <laughs> 1.5. Like I was feeling good. Like I was at least gonna get like a two and a half out of you. And then you ripped by one and a half. Wow.
2: I needed I needed more. Because you were I, don't laughing, listen, I don't listen. I don't listen to ours again because I just did it. And I don't wanna I don't wanna skew our listens. We appreciate our realness. Oh,
1: man, that. You just never have I felt more like you were a soulless redhead than I do in (laughs) this moment right now. My heart is crushed. It hurts. Pew, 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 pew. pew. Popcorn. I'm going to have to find that. Well done, sir. That was good. I'm going to have to find the next movie that you bring up that I hate and just crush your soul (laughs) with just...
2: oh. JJ, this a-
1: isn't a good movie. The fact this that you is said I can't movie. give it a
2: five, you can't, at least Alec with Redcliffe recently, it was, it was, to my point, very objective. And I was quite impressed with his grown-up rating. This one, I feel like you're a little skewed.
1: Hey, I said that I have a bias. It's not
2: often so, I'm on Alec's side, but I definitely will defend him on that. I was very
0: impressed. G-
1: give it a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna say he's i was like th- there's a reason that you went second sir it's because i didn't want to end on your heart-wrenching though it was much oh, more I know, heart-wrenching than no, i No, i know alec is gonna
2: give this a higher rating i'm just complimenting him in his particular movie no,
1: I know. would i've I given
2: this movie a higher rating if i had watched it with you oh i'm without a doubt sure because you would have made things that weren't nearly as funny to me
0: funnier but it didn't yeah. happen
1: Oh, my soul is crushed. Alec, lift me back up, my friend. Yeah, I'm
0: gonna, I'm gonna be with JJ on this. This is a four. <laughs> I mean, it, it 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 gets carried by John Cusack, sure, right? And it gets carried to the point where I don't care about anybody else, not even really Dan Aykroyd. Like when he's in the scene, it's funny, but I forgot he existed in between, like the early opening kind of meet and greet and the diner. I forgot he was even in the movie because John Cusack steals every single part of this. And he's the reason why this is good. Uh, yeah, for, I, I laughed harder than I should have at everything, but it's, it's that almost seek, I don't know how to describe it. It's like that intelligent humor, but not really like that subtle, intelligent humor where you have a lot of dark witty humor. You have to Mm -hmm. pay attention to what's being said in order to get all the jokes. Like I mean the, the hit where the guy moves, right, and the after the aftermath of it where his thing is like I'm unhappy, like <laughs> your your client's unhappy. Yeah, well the guy moved. <laughs> like I don't know what to tell you. hilarious interaction. It yeah. shouldn't be, but it's funny in the way that John Cusack delivers it. I will absolutely be watching this movie again. Okay. For for me, yeah, hundred percent.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It's another, and I, to your point, Alec, just because another quote comes to mind is where he's like, she tells him you're a psychopath. And he's like, no, no, psychopaths kill for no kill for reason. I, I kill, kill for, for money, money. It's, it's a, a job. job. And, she, and he's like, wait, that didn't come out right. <laughs> <laughs> like, th- that whole sequence to me is like the epitome of this movie because everyone in it's psychopaths. Even she's a psychopath. Like, everyone involved is a psychopath. And we see that by your point, Madsen, where they're like, they helped him clean up a body and they drive away with him after everything that <laughs> happens. But he's like, no, no, no. It's a job. <laughs> yeah. it's like, anyway, <laughs> that's the shit. So yeah. Thanks for making me feel better. Alec. You're welcome. Oh, Matt crushed my soul. <laughs> so there's gross point blank. That was fun. Finishing up the over the top. I think it was a good over the top to finish on though. Like,
2: it definitely that was, was the most the polarizing, top. to say the least.
1: That's true. So with that, Alec, tell me where they can find us, buddy.
0: Happy yeah, to. So thank you once again for tuning in to Gross Point Blank. This, as JJ says, wraps up our Go Big or Go Home month. And I think we did quite well, honestly. Uh, are there any movies that we missed that are blatantly obvious or that we should have had in this category? Let us know in the comments below. And as always, tune in Mondays for a new episode release. This upcoming month, I believe, is Hidden Gems. Is that right, JJ? And uh, is so. going to eat at least hey, three of
2: them. Soon, listeners, I'll finally be able to input and we'll get some real movies on here.
1: That's what you <laughs> think. Uh, thank if you. To get them on the list. They may not <laughs> get voted <murdered> on, though.
2: <laughs> no, Richard, I'm speaking to you. Help a brother out. Charles, <laughs> Charles doesn't like me.
1: I think he likes you
0: too much. That's the problem. There we go. <laughs> uh, so thank you to our current patrons: Will Carlson, Richard, and the Return of the Ginge. Your choices are appreciated, even your Q one requests, which I think at this point we'll probably have a couple dropped on the oh, Patreon. My gosh, maybe at least one. Uh, with that, I will kick it back to the Kina Crash, the Titan of Terror, Ajay.
1: Thanks, Alec. Yeah, it is Hidden Gems in March, so looking forward to that one. I can't um, wait
0: for Mattson to watch Rubber. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah that one's gonna be rough going on semi-retirement again <laughs> no we got way too much good shit coming with our quarterlies and those hidden gems for you to retire i can't wait it's gonna be march might be the most torturous month we, for we gotta make these
2: patrons pay more for the the exclusive package because we're getting i mean is it's, it's tor- like it's literally like newfound torture i feel like i need to look at the geneva convention and ask like, is this like, <laughs> is this legal
1: oh it's legal and it only it's, applies to people with souls that's so. <laughs> love it all right well with that as always we appreciate you tuning in we'll catch you on the next one charles i hate you <laughs> Bye. i still love you baby